it's so hard to let you go You was there when I was broken, instrumental in my growth We was there for one another when we both had needed more Would have shared so many memories, couple things I never know Deep inside, you got my heart, shot of you my world To ever, ever think that we split up is so absurd Don't you think I wasn't hurt when that situation occurred Looking for the same good qualities in every other girl Looking for the same good qualities Follow me. Follow me. Ain't no apology. Ain't no apology. Could be solid as a rock, Mr. Rogue. I wonder if I'm missing out if I move on. I played your voicemail from that night. You was acting so uptight. It's all the reason that I had to leave you alone. Yo, Jay Denaro, welcome to the podcast, bro. Hey, man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, no doubt. Um, first thing I want to ask you, boss, uh, just let everybody know where you're from and uh, how it was growing up in the area that you grew up in. Man, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I mainly grew up on like the north side of Jacksonville, um, but I like moved around a couple of times, like around the whole city. But nah, uh, growing up where I'm like usually on my side, nah, I was good. Everything was good, you know. Um, had my family, you know, and we, we stayed close and, you know, we got right. Yeah, that's dope, bro. Um, so when you're, when you're growing up in Jacksonville, right. Um, what are you hearing in your household as a kid musically? And then like, when you get to middle school, high school, kind of out on your own, what do you listen, what are you listening to growing up? Mm, okay. It's, it's funny that you said that because growing up and like my household, like I ain't trying to say that my parents old cause they not old. And they wonderful, but man, growing up in my house, it was <laughs> nah. They ain't no, they ain't no. I'm just playing. They old, they old, but they not old. But yeah, I got you. Um, but yeah, like growing up, it was R and B and gospel music. Like you know, so it's Isley Brothers, it's it's Prince, it's Michael Jackson, it's um, uh, you know, of course, you know some hip hop in there, but Anita Baker, some Shy Day, um, of course, you know gospel music as well, Donnie McClurkin, all of that. And then of course, like, you know, they <laughs> my parents, man, they they stayed on me. Like they stayed on top of us, you know, loving the death. And so they stayed on top of us because I got um siblings as well. So they stayed on top of us with like, you know, what we would listen to and stuff like that. And so um I never forget I had like a um I had got like a iPod for like Christmas or something one time. And they were like, you can't put nothing but clean music on there. And we're going to be checking, you know, because, of course, you know, you had to go on the computer to download it onto the iPod and stuff. So they were like, we're going to be checking it. So, of Lime course, I had clean music. Too, right? Huh? LimeWire days. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that too. And so um, um, I say, like, when I got into, like, middle school, that's when I like kind of like branched off with like the music I listened to because um I would spend a lot of time at my cousin's house too. And over at my cousin's house, they was able to listen to whatever they, you know, wanted to. So I'm talking stuff from all the way from Jeezy, the Gucci, the um of course during that time, like Young Thug, uh, a lot of Drake, you know what I'm saying? Of course, I came um, across some other artists, too, you know, around that time. But, of course, like Future Big Shine, like middle school time, Future Big Shine, Kendrick Lamar. Um, I was heavy on Kendrick Lamar and Chance the Rapper at that time in middle school. Yeah, they they were popping. Then, 
Oh yeah. Yeah, so so you're you're growing up in Jacksonville. Um so as of recently, the last like I'll say like five years, um, you know, Fulio and that beef in Jacksonville kind of got um, you know, the music scene popping there. But there wasn't really any like famous artists around there when you were growing up to look up to, was there? Um during my time, not not really like okay, which you are you are correct, like um it's crazy because when I was like I say mm, I wanna say like beginning of high school, um beginning of high school, like of course Fulio was like the main one popping. Like he was the one that you heard around the, the city. Days, right? The Both of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was he was the he was the main one popping though. Like Fulia was the main one that like I would hear around because like they'll play him at the parties, the little team parties that they would throw and stuff like that. And he'll pop up sometimes too. But yeah, like other than that, not really, not really anyone. Um, not really like I guess like growing up, growing up like you know as a as a as a jit. But other than that, like you know, getting older, of course, um. Like uh, Seti Hendrix, he been popping. Oh yeah, he's dope. I didn't know his yeah. Jacksonville. He's dope. Oh yeah, man. Let me tell you what Seti Seti Five. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so when you're growing up, when it when does it occur to you like, um, like, when does it occur to you in your own head like, oh, maybe I want to make music one day. Like, maybe I want to do this for a living. <laughs> you want to know what's crazy, man? I'm gonna tell you what's crazy. I didn't want to make music at first, man. Like I was okay. My mom, she uh, she always had us and stuff like doing stuff. So she had put me in a choir at church. Um, and of course, like you know, I guess I could I could carry a little tune. So a lot of people were telling me, or you know, were really telling my people like he need to hone in on that. Like y'all need to make sure that he hone in on that or whatever, right? And so. I ain't think of it too serious. I wanted to play football, man. Like for real, growing up, that's all I wanted to do was play football. Like that was the main thing on my mind: football, football, football. And so, of course, I still would do stuff. Like in high school, I was in I was in chorus for all four years, and so that definitely like helped me learn a lot about like music terminology, um, uh, how to read music, and of course, like I wasn't taking it as serious because, like I said, I wanted to play football. But it's like now, like, really, like I said, back in 2018 was really when I was like, dang, like my first time going to the studio, recording something, just just off some, you know, just playing around. Yeah. And I was like, man, I, I like this. Like, this is something I could just do, like, every weekend type stuff. So, but yeah, man, other than that, nah, I wanted to play ball, man. That was my main thing. I want to play football. Yeah, no, I understand that completely. Um, Football's huge in Florida. Huge. Oh, yeah. Florida, yeah, everywhere, obviously, but in Florida, I know that they don't play about their football out there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Yeah, so so you go from like you know going to the studio here and there, like fucking around, but when does it? When's the first time like you had the confidence and you believed in yourself, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna drop this shit online, because once you drop it online, mm. anyone you've ever known. Anyone who comes across your posts and social media, like they can say whatever they want about it. True. Okay. So um I was recording then like um with like my homeboy. 
Blitz, right? We got a little group we call Blitz. Blitz the label. And so basically, um, we would drop our stuff on SoundCloud at first. And we had went to the studio, we dropped like, or we'll, we went and recorded like, what, like six songs, right? Six songs. And then we were like, bumping, man, let's just drop it on SoundCloud, see what it do. And like, each one of them got like a thousand plays. And like I say, we, we on college campus at this time. So like, we tried to put together a little, um, like a little listening party, but only a couple of people showed up, but you know, it's all good though. But like, uh, we tried to put together a little listening party, all type of stuff. But I say like solo myself, it was the, mm, probably like the fall of 2019 in October, I dropped like my first solo tape where like I had went to the studio and recorded like 12 songs. Of course, some of them had features with my dogs on them, but it was 12 songs and it was like my project, my project that I put together. I chose all the beats on them, got everything together and stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome, bro. Um, So 2023, you've been popping though, Um, like at least with your output of music. You already have the Summer's R.E.P., uh, the Love and Pride album, which was awesome. I love how, how you, you can switch it up, too, you know, with the, your R&B and shit. And then uh, Black and Bougie as well. Um, talk about your work ethic and especially 2023. Like, you know, you already have three tapes out, like 10 singles as well. Talk about your work ethic and um, what's your process of going, like, releasing a tape? Like... Are you just putting your hardest shit together at one time, or are you like strategically like, oh, here's ten tracks. Like, I want you to start at one and end at ten. Mm, okay, so, um, which, hey man, thank I appreciate you. You know, tapping into everything, man. Like, one thing I try to do is definitely be versatile with the music. Like, um, I had a cousin that told me once before. He was like, man. You make you make the music for the for the ladies, man. They gonna be the ones that's gonna tap in. Make that music for the ladies. So of course it's like you know I'm like all right, I can carry a little tune. I make sure I do that. But when it comes to dropping and like putting stuff together, it's crazy because that's been the hardest. I wouldn't even say the hardest thing, but it's been the most like how would I say it? Challenging and confusing thing to me because I be thinking like all right, how should I put this music out? Because you see everywhere where they like put it out by singles because everybody not going to go and listen to a tape or nah, bunt that, bro. Put it out there. Just put it out there. You know what I'm saying? So basically I'll go like this because I record all my stuff now. I I mix and master all my stuff now, right? So basically what I do, really? Mm. Really? I'll just, mm. Like I said, it's it's weird because, okay, so for Summer's Hours, right, what a lot of people don't know is I've really been sitting on them songs since last year. I recorded all them songs. What, I think it was like four songs on there, though. But four songs, I recorded all of them last year. And I was like, you know what? This could be nice for a little summer take. Let me put it together. So I did that like that. Love and Pride was kind of the same way where um, I kind of made all them songs at the same time, though, around the same time, because I was, like, in that R&B mode, and I had linked in and tapped in with some producers that sent me some stuff that was, you know, R&B and on the slower side. Yeah, your but song right of now, Appreciation on that, I love that song. Man, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, that shit's it. dope, bro. I really enjoyed it. Appreciate it, man. That was, hey, I, if only you knew, like, 
what it took to like like come up with that and like because I'm speaking like from the heart to like this person yeah. like I'm, yeah you can tell so like yeah yeah they're heavy appreciate it man but yeah man I just I just be trying to really now just try to just get it out there as much as possible so that's why I like I just be recording so much and of course like I don't record so much to where it's like not good quality songs. I never do that because one thing about it, like I definitely believe in quality over quantity any day. Yeah, of course. I rather I rather put out four bangers than twelve and only three popping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, what I really enjoyed about about you as an artist, um, when I discovered you was your versatility and like you telling us earlier, like what you grew up listening to, like. Um, in your household, you know, like Michael Jackson and uh, Prince and, you know, like just the cl classical and also like just with that mixed with your hip hop vibe, like who who would you say is some of your influences like for making music? Mm, OK, definitely. Definitely. Right now, I would say for sure, you know, Michael Jackson and trying to like just really one thing about Michael Jackson songs is like. It's that music you can feel. They're timeless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes, timeless. timeless. Good. Hey, that's that was the, yeah, that's perfect too. Like timeless, like you can listen to it forever and it's going to always hit. It's going to always relate. So definitely Michael Jackson. And of course, like really, I'll be honest, you know, it's definitely a lot of like, you know, artists that are out now that had an influence on me. So of course, like, of course, Future. I say Young Thug. I say some... Some more of the lyrical people too. I just don't, I don't get super duper lyrical because it's just like, that don't always be me. I like to have fun with it. But of course I can get super lyrical. Like I can sit down and I can think of that. So of course like J. Cole, I throw some Drake in there. Um, uh, Young Thug, I don't know if I said that before. And then like, I like Playboy Cardi too. Like Playboy Cardi, Uzi, like, you know, like that 2016 XXL freshman Kodak. Yeah, hell yeah. Was, yeah, they definitely had an influence on, you know, like, like, you know, the vibes and styles. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And that freshman cover is like still to this day, you know, they're they're mostly everyone on the cover still has a career, at least. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are at top of the game right now, which is awesome. Um, I ask anybody who comes on the podcast this, um, no matter how famous they are, no matter how underground, if you could have three dream features from anyone, dead or alive, who would they be? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Okay. 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 Hmm. Of course, I got to go with MJ first. Got to. Because I know you yeah. got to go with MJ first. Um, Imagine catching a vibe with that guy. That's a, and that's the that's the crazy thing. It's just like, man, I know Even just he, seeing him in person would be insane. Just it would like, be insane. Look at him, yeah. It would be it would literally be mind blowing. And then it's like, all right, now you're in the studio and you seeing him record and do what he do, and then you're just like. I just would think like, man, how would I be able to go in there and match that? But of course, like, man, that's that's definitely one for sure. Um, I would say, hmm, I would want to. I ain't gonna lie, DMX. 
great pick. I don't think anyone's ever said him so far for the underground. I love that pick. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. DMX, man, like, and it's so wild because, um, you know, like, he did his thing with the acting, too, and so I was watching Cradle to the Grave just recently. Classic. And, of course, man, they was, you know, playing his songs on there. I'm like, dang, boy, that boy at DMX was the man. Like, that was, that was tough, man. And, like, I loved, like, how he had, like, his spiritual stuff, too. Like, he'll drop his spiritual stuff along with all of his rap or whatever, too. Like, I rock with that. And then so, I I name somebody now. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, a, a, um, a female artist on this. I'm gonna say it's between Summer Walker or Scissor. I love Scissor. Yeah, her music's great. Like, and I I don't say this in like a sexist way. Just me personally, like, like unless it's like old school, like Little Kim or you know Nicki Minaj or something like, or Armani Caesar from Griselda. Um. Mm. Like me as a like a man, I just never really got into you know listening. Like you won't catch me driving down the street listening to like females often. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, um, yeah. Like with SZA, like no matter what she drops, I'm playing that shit. Yeah, she's dope. Nah, she she tough man. Like, oh my gosh, bro. It's like I be sitting up there. I be like, man, like the way that they come up with. You know, just all they stuff. It's like, you know, that's that's inspiring to me. It's like, dang, like the way that they, they come up with they stuff, like that's tough. Yeah, she's a she's a genius and her lyrics, the flow, everything like when it comes out by her, it's just like perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's so dope, bro. So you're you're obviously fully independent right now, correct? Right, yes, sir. So what do you think you need most? If you could say like one or two things, what do you think you need personally most that would take your career to the next level? Mm. Of course, of course, <laughs> I don't want to say this because it's like, I feel like that ain't something that you really do need, but it's like sometimes you do need it. And in reality, you kind of really, you kind of do. But of course, like more money, of course, you could always use yeah, more no, money yeah. to, you know, leverage or you know to just do what you need to do to invest to you know take chances risk and whatever you know all that so definitely that but i say in reality mm, connections like just going out and trying to make the proper connections like making more connections with people you know if it's from collaborating with other artists is it if it's from you know uh trying to tap in with djs or uh, people on podcasts like yourself, yeah. you know, like that's the main thing I feel like, you know, connections. Like uh, I went to FAMU. I graduated back in December and the main thing. Like, that's dope. Man, pre- yeah, for real. That, that's an accomplishment. People don't uh, give enough flowers for, you know, people going through school and shit. That's an accomplishment. Man, appreciate that for no real, doubt. man. Appreciate that. And like, I'll never forget. I was in this class. And it was this lady, I forget her name, but shout out to her. She was from Atlanta. And it's crazy because she actually made beats. So it was so cool to like, you know, meet a professor that like was musically inclined. And the main thing that she told us, like, and it stuck with me. And she what she said, it isn't about what you know, it's who you know. I bro, I was literally just about to tell you that. Um first your your first answer, I think, um, I love the honesty that you gave because the money thing is a huge factor, bro. Like, um, like 
that's why people with labels, you know, they get a lot farther than other people because they have a machine behind them, putting their exactly. face where you can't do it as an independent artist, pushing the platforms. And then the second thing you said, it's not, sometimes it's not what you know, it's who you know. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know somebody, they put you in the right spot at the right time, you meet the right person, and boom, there you go. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, that... I really like the first answer, bro, because a lot of people, you know, like, I think it's just the most honest thing because, like, it's so hard to push forward, like, without a budget. You know what I mean? It's almost impossible. No, nah, that's real, man. And and that's the main thing, too, is just, like, you know, you hear a lot about how, like, especially people who like take the independent riders like like uh for example um la russell la russell yeah he's fire I, man he's dope i ain't gonna lie bro he tough he pressure man and like he was talking about how you know like when he was working at nine to five he was you know just taking that using that nine to five to invest back in his music and i'm like that's real especially you know when you starting off like that yeah no doubt la russell's a great example and um I like how him, people like him or, or the rapper Russ, they give back game like to the independent artist. I think that's important. Yeah. You couldn't really find that like before social media for rappers coming up. You know, it's kind of like just an unknown. You hear someone get a deal and, and that's it. You really didn't have all the behind the scenes like advice and everything you have now. Right. Which is dope. Um, Where, where do you see your career um, realistically? Like, or where would you want to see your career, let's say, a year from today? Mm, a year from today. Man, I ain't going to lie. A year from today, man, I definitely, I'll put it to you this way. A year from today, I want to be able to wake up and all, I'm, all I have to do is create, make music, whether it's making beats, whether it's making songs, whether it's doing features or if I'm going doing shows, if I'm traveling, whatever the case may be a year from today, that's why I see myself. I see myself being able to support myself from my music. And um yeah, pretty much that. Yeah. I see myself supporting myself from my music, being able to do what I love to do and I'm surviving and, and living off of it and living comfortably. Yeah, I love that answer, bro. I think that's like anyone's dream you know what i mean to wake up and do what you want to do and and that pays the bills definitely so what can we expect next from you like your fans or people that are going to check you out here uh what can we expect next coming out next from you in like let's say the next three months like what what's oh, next perfect i'm glad that you asked man so i like to do this thing um I'm coming up on what, 2019, 21. So I'm coming up on four years since I dropped my first ever like solo tape, right? And Which is I, dope, right? Doesn't it feel like sometimes it was only yesterday and then other times it feels like forever ago? Yeah. that's yeah. it's And it's crazy because I'm like, dang, that was four years ago. Like, and, you know, I can, and it's like when I look back, because what I did was when I was going through to pick the songs for it, I had to go back and listen to the old tape to just see like what type of vibe I was on because it's like not that I was trying to give off the same vibe from the first one because I've lived a whole lot more, I've seen a lot more, experienced a whole lot more, 
mature, whatever the case may be. So, of course, what I'm talking about then is going to be different. But um, I like to I like to drop something on my birthday each year. My birthday is October 20th. And so um, this October, I'm going to roll out. Um, the first tape was called De Niro. So the second yeah. one is going to be called Too Much De Niro. And so um, that'll be coming. Look for that October 20th. But until then, what I do is I'll probably drop like a single um, of like the songs leading up to that. Then I dropped the tape. And really all I've been doing now is I've been uh, shooting all the visuals to the songs so that I can just roll it all out. And then what I do is from there, I drop like a deluxe by the end because I always like to drop like um like a tape where if it's just songs that I didn't um drop on during the year or didn't put them on a project, I like to drop them at the end uh, for my supporters. Yeah, I, I love that you just said that. I think that's important um, for underground artists that watch this. Um, you said you're going to be working on visuals. I think a lot of, when I see a lot of people, you know, reach out to come on the podcast or, or check their shit out, a lot of them, you need to put a face to the artist. You know what I mean? Like, think of any artist you know, you know exactly what they look like. Uh -huh. like you know, like, Maybe not everything about them, but you know about them. You know what I mean? If it, it brings you closer to their music. Right. So I think that's great that you said that, getting your face out there more. Um, so let's talk about Black and Bougie, too. Um, uh, let's see. You So you dropped, that's your third album this year. Right. And my bad, I've, I got to correct you, uh, Black and Boogie. Oh, it's Boogie. Why did I think Bougie? I think I just read it. <laughs> no, you good, man. You good. Yeah. Um. So Black and Boogie, let's talk about that because that's your latest release. Um. So obviously, how did you come up with the name behind it? And um. what do you think that tape will do for your career going forward? Do you think, are you going to do like another tape by that? Because you like to like, you know, do like one, two, you know what I mean? So right. where do you, where do you, where do you rank that in your catalog? And then what's your favorite song off the project? Okay, so um shout out to my boy Pierre Black, man. He's a part of Blitz. And um this is someone that I linked up with uh what maybe two years ago. I linked up with him two years ago and we dropped the first black and boogie. Like we were just in there, uh like I say, he'll he'll come over to the spot and he'll be like, Man, I got this song, you know, I want you to get on. And from there, we ended up doing like eight songs. And so we were like, man, bump it. Let's drop it. So that was the first Black and Boogie. And so now with this one, um, we kind of we kind of did the same thing where we'll just come through, we'll record something, get it together. And it's like, man, look, let's go ahead and put Black and Boogie 2 together. And then um, we'll pick the songs and go from there. And so we kind of did it a little differently because all of the songs from the first one, where like both of us were on it yeah and then on this one we did um some where some of us are on it and then we both each had a single on there you know just basically trying to you know show each of our own um you know style and stuff like that so i would definitely say my favorite song on there oh it's a little tough it's a little tough only because like this one this one hit a little deeper because of, you know, just stuff that was going on and, you know, ended up talking about, writing about. But I would say it's between, uh, it's the song called Flexing, which I actually produced 
Myself, I produce. I love that song off the tape. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, man, appreciate it. So flexing, and then um, not another love song. Not another love song, and it's crazy because um, little sneak Pete will be dropping that video this Friday. Oh, that's dope, bro! I can't wait till that till that drops. I'll definitely put it up on my page for you. Man, appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt, bro. Uh, before we get out of here, if there's anything you want to say, and also um. Let everybody know where they could find you if you want to just spell out like your social media and your artist name and let everyone know where they could find you and look you up. And then, yeah, if you want to say anything before we get out of here. Yes, sir. So you can find me on all platforms at J-A-Y uh, space D money sign N-E-R-O. So that's J De Niro, J-A-Y D money sign N-E-R-O. On uh, Instagram, J-A-Y dot boogie with two eyes. Um, and like I said, uh, for that Jay De Niro, that's on all platforms, um, SoundCloud blitz, the label, you can check out all of the artists that's within that shout out. Only one smooth shout out Pierre black shout out beyond greatness management, Dave Don Dada. Um, shout out to the Tom bomb podcast, man. This is dope, man. Appreciate you having me. And one thing I just want to say to everybody, always keep God first and everything that you do, he'll direct your path. And never give up chasing your dream. That's the main thing. Like, no matter how long it takes, like, it's going to take patience. But you would, you don't want it to come just quick like that. Because as quickly as it comes, as quick as it goes, you want it to come at the right time so it stick forever. And much love to everybody. Yeah, bro. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. And um, I really do enjoy your music, bro. I say that genuinely. Like, I thought your shit was dope. I was really excited to have you on. Um, glad to get to know you through this. And um, if you need anything, bro, going forward, just reach out to me. And obviously, shout out to you. Shout out to Blitz. Um, I'll definitely check that out. And um, maybe we can get some other artists from the label on the show. Most definitely, man. And like I said, hey, we're trying to uh, make a trip out there probably sometime next year. So, hey, I'll definitely be hitting you up, man, so we can link up. Hell yeah, bro. As soon as you touch Los Angeles, let me know. I'd love to meet up with you guys and anything we can do to help. Just reach out. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, bro. Stay safe. All right, boss? All right, man. You too, man. Much love.